You're listening to a CHUO podcast. CHUO is community-driven media. Find us online at chuo.fm, on air at 89.1 FM in Ottawa, and on social media at chuo.fm. And you're still tuned in to Black on Black on CHO 89.1 FM in Ottawa on this Emancipation Day weekend. And we are so honored to have with us on this show Ingrid John Batiste, who is the president of the Trinidad and Tobago Association of Ottawa, uh, which, of course, has been uh, one of the associations that has really been promoting. Emancipation Day here in our nation's capital. Welcome to the show, Ingrid. Well, thank you, Sarah. It's (laughs) nice to be chatting with you again. Yes. So, Ingrid, listen, first of all, I'm sure there are a lot of new people tuning in who don't really know the extent of your involvement in promoting Caribbean culture here in Ottawa. So can you just give, give us a sense of you know, all the, the different things that you promote in the city? Oh. oh, I probably would just give you a few. But anyway, um, I'm a national of Trinidad and Tobago. And I came to Ottawa in 1973 via the Bahamas after I left home. I lived in the Bahamas for three and a half years, came here. And um, like everyone else, settled down with a family to, you know, sort of see how you, what you can make of living in a new environment. But somewhere, I think in about the early 1980s, I sort of sensed a significant gap in the opportunities for fostering cultural awareness in my then two young daughters. Mm -hmm. So I enrolled them in the Little Carib Dance Troupe. But I quickly realized that the artistic director and choreographer, Bernice Tate Frank, was also tasked with the responsibility of managing the group and so I, I got the parents of the dancers together and we formed that organization, which would be responsible for the management, you know, and all the, anything else but the da- teaching of the dancing. Mm-hmm. So I served as a president of that organization for many years. And believe me, I think that's one of the best things I ever did for my, my culture. And it really grounded them and gave them a sense of, of belonging. Mm-hmm. And then in 1983, uh, when the Trinidad and Tobago Association of Ottawa was formed, I became a member. And I think probably in about 85, I was the second person to be elected as president of that organization. And I remained with it until today, actually. Many of those years being in some form, uh, some member on the executive committee. Then when Ottawa hosted its first carnival, um, I was involved in that venture as well. And, and my primary role at that time was to sort of take charge of the judging process. Um, had someone from Trinidad who was coming to vacation with me who did judging back home. She sort of would, she came and, and sort of taught the people here who were being judges what, what the criteria for judging bands and that kind of thing. And, and, you know, and and wherever else I could help, I did. But that was my primary role. And then in in the 1980s as well, 
I was invited to host a Caribbean calendar, that Rogers television That's program. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the early days, the show um, was a lot different from what it looks like now. It it primarily featured the talent from within our community. So it, it was even it was called the Kaleidoscope Caribbean Calendar. So on every show, we would have some form of talent from our Caribbean community. But as I said later on, the direction of the show changed. Um, when, and we began to concentrate on addressing issues that were more relevant to the Caribbean population as we forged to establish ourselves in this wider Canadian community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are a few of the things that I've done. There are others and some I can't can't even. And may I just interrupt you to uh, let people know that Caribbean uh, calendar is the longest continuously broadcast black show on television in our nation's capital on any Ah. channel, any channel you want to look at. I'm just saying it's over 40 years something yes. like that, yes. that yes. it's been on the air and it's still on the air. Yeah. And yourself and Faye Jarrett um, really paved the way for yeah. people Actually, like Actually, Faye started before I did, right. and they were right. one of one or two people who were with her, but they they left. In fact, I remained, I, I'm the one person who's been there from right. 1983 um, right. until now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so uh, I'm very grateful for what the work that you and Faye did to make it easier for people yes, like yeah. myself she, and others to to do that work of promoting our African and Caribbean cultures on TV. Yeah. Um, and other, and other uh, activities you've organized also include uh, the the parang. <laughs> oh yes, well, with the Trinidad Tobago Association, oh. yes, we we have the parang, which. Has you know it's 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 has become quite popular. We've been able Very. to sell that aspect of our mm-hmm. culture to the folks, and um, mm-hmm. I can't say what will happen this year. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we in we will try to have it, even it's virtual. But yeah, because, it's hard um, virtual. I know I because know, the parang is very participative. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. But but the one thing about being virtual, probably probably we mm. might be fortunate and be able to get uh, a, a wider variety of parang groups you know True. probably it True. might be take a different format right and you might say gee that was great mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it, it can okay. do that yeah okay so uh the subject at hand is emancipation day so really uh i i have known you most for the organizing of Emancipation Day here in our nation's capital. So um, when did you first get involved with organizing Emancipation Day in Ottawa? And why? Well, when I became president of this TTO again in 1996, I sort of set myself two goals to have, you know, sort of very uh, organization that was reflected of Trinidad and Tobago. So it... I introduced a celebration of Indian Arrival Day and emancipation was on the burner. Um, I don't quite know what happened. Indian Arrival Day, we got that off run and running. But emancipation, day it was not until, I think, 2001. I keep thinking it was before, but 
My record so far keeps telling me that it's, it's about 2001 that we held the first Emancipation Day celebration. Mm-hmm. And, and I felt emancipation had to be celebrated because to me, it, it's, it's, it is pivotal in our history as Black people. Mm-hmm. And, and more relevantly, as Black people in the Western Hemisphere. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, emancipation was a legal declaration of the end of a slave system. Mm-hmm. which lasted from 1526 to 1867, thereabout, when mm-hmm. some what, 12.5 million um, slaves were shipped from Africa mm-hmm. to the Americas. And and by the way, to me, I kind of think that's genocide. But anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we were shipped. So we are here because of, of the slave system. Mm-hmm. So... Um, you know, celebrating the the end of that era. Um, And I say that guardedly, I'll tell you why, but celebrating the end of that era to me is so important. It's it's a turning point Mm -hmm. in our history. Mm -hmm. But as I said, you may notice that I said it was a legal declaration of the end, but because to my mind, many aspects of the slave system are still around. Um, and perhaps the more dangerous types, that's the, the psychological types. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Can you expand on that? Um, because, because a lot of We're not physically in the, in the fields anymore. Right. Uh, cutting cane. But I still find there are some aspects that there's something in the psyche mm-hmm. of, of many uh, black people on this side of the world that we we still feel that we have to we are second rate. Mm. I mean, I know the odds are against us, and everywhere we turn, you know, when things are improving. I mm. don't know if you were here when you know on the TV the only roles we got would probably be the butler, the maid, or that's right, the thief, yeah. or you know, the, the criminal, and that yeah. kind of thing. And when you, particularly when you have children, I find when you you listen, even in the school system, mm-hmm. you know, the words that are used, the very term black, the mm-hmm. connotation, right? Mm-hmm. It's something evil, awful, mm-hmm. not nice. Mm-hmm. So s- somewhere in our psyche, I find that, that we are still enslaved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's get back to um the pre you know previous commemorations of emancipation day in Ottawa so typically like what would happen where would you hold them okay um well as i said the first one was in 2001 i'm mm-hmm. finding a lot of my records from 2002 up but um what what happened is that i approached at that time and the president of the various Caribbean organizations and said sold the idea to them that it would be nice for us to get together to celebrate Emancipation Day. And I must tell you also on that joining the, the committee, we were called the Caribbean the Caribbean Associations of Ottawa and Friends. Mm-hmm. We had people like Mikey from CHUO. Mm-hmm. Um we had someone from from CKCU. I can't remember 
mm-hmm. it was at this time. But the now defunct West Indian Transit Club, we had the Haitian community, and mm-hmm. we used to meet at June Govan's Education Center. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, we had the Guyana, Guyana, St. Vincent, St. Lucia, the National Institute of Jamaican Canadians. It was just, just mm-hmm. free. And mm-hmm. so one of the things we did is we had a permanent, it was our motto or theme. It was from tribulation to jubilation. That wow. was right. Mm-hmm. And, and at the year, for example, in 2003, I think we had tribulation to jubilation, unity in diversity. You know, we put on a little attachment to each year. Yeah. yeah. And the events, for the most part, were celebrated at the um, archives, the National Archives. Mm-hmm. A very nice building to do that because we were able to have, have um, yeah, nice a nice stage. Yes. Yeah, and sound system. Right. And the acoustics just right. Mm. But we were able to have um, a sort of exhibit outside, you know, in the lobby out there. We mm-hmm. were able to have, you know, you know, artifacts. I know June Gervin had her uh, Upper Canada Anti-Slavery Society. Right. Exhibit. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. She was, you know, and yeah, We it, it was really something... Mm-hmm. Um, with white, and then uh, we'd have that that um, exhibit, mm-hmm. and we would have uh, a, a cultural show. It's mm-hmm. spoken word and musical renditions. I remember the young folks from Jacku Convent drumming and <laughs> voices yeah. of praise singing, and yeah. you know. And yeah. in fact, in two thousand and four, we had we were able to have um, Alvin Curlin. Honorable Alvin Curlin, he mm. came down to be our guest speaker. Mm-hmm. And as a little bit of history, um, in 2004, uh, Bob Shirelli, who was the mayor at the time, proclaimed Sunday, August the 1st, as Emancipation Day in the city of Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Now, what was interesting is that in 2002, when we were we wrote to our city hall for a declaration, you know, mm-hmm. And um, then Elder June Gervin reminded us that a declaration was done in 1996. Oh, but al- alas, City Hall staff were unable to find the document. <laughs> so, oh. in 2002, we 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 redrafted another document. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, in 2004, too, just we what we did is. We had an event called Black Rhapsody, which was, you know, another cultural event. But I think we had people pay to come so that mm-hmm. we could get some funds to, if we wanted to bring another speaker for the mm-hmm. celebration, or we had to pay any of the performing artists at the event, the right. first event, we would do that. Um, so that's when it was. And we, we, if you realize, it clashed with Caribana. So we had yeah. to be very careful <laughs> and try to put it yeah. Normally, like the Thursday or the Friday, probably the Thursday oh, okay. before Caribbean. Yeah, not on the first. Right, because yeah. a lot of people, um, you know, would take off. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 So, alas, uh, there hadn't been since you guys last presented Emancipation Day sometime in the late uh 2006 right exactly that's what i remember yeah Yeah. however 
it has been resuscitated and the Western Union uh, Youth Association of Ottawa will be uh, holding a flag raising of the Pan-African flag at Ottawa City Hall tomorrow morning. And you are going to be part of that uh, because now Emancipation Day is a national observance in Canada. So what what are your thoughts? Just to, to uh, end our conversation, what are you hoping that Canadians whose ancestry does not include the Middle Passage experience, what are you hoping they will learn from Emancipation Day this year and every year? Well, you know, my ideals are not too lofty. I'm just hoping Mm -hmm. that at least they would try to appreciate Mm-hmm. and understand, even if it's just a little bit mm-hmm. of what we're trying to celebrate. Um, mm-hmm. Just to understand, and if they'd be so gracious as enough as to go back and just try and learn something about the slave system in itself mm-hmm. and learn f- what we've been through, mm-hmm. you know, and they have a parallel right here with the indigenous people. Absolutely. You know? In fact, the yes. indigenous indigenous people were also covered by the abolition of the uh, of slavery act. By the way, just just so you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, so so they have that parallel, and mm-hmm. and to me, it is important, mm-hmm. very important, because until. All of us have made it. Mm-hmm. None of us have made it. You cannot be continue to be insensitive to the needs of others, and, you know, all of the time. Mm-hmm. Because, see, I'm a history student, and I know that his, what is in the history books are not fairy tales. It's the real stuff. Mm-hmm. And so... Sooner or later, um, the have-nots or the neglected will try to get their piece of the pie. There you go. Right? Yeah. And it is not always a nice way that they try to get it. I mean, that is the reality of, of, of life. But right. most people don't think about that. But mm-hmm. you can't. You can't keep people down all the time. Right. One day, you know, something's going to happen. So mm-hmm. it is so much easier to go the the nicer route and try mm-hmm. and understand. And I mean, mm-hmm. even if you look at things like the Underground Railroad, for example, um, mm-hmm. Harriet Tubman, and, and they, they did their thing. The slaves, there was no government program that, that helped Harriet Tubman and stuff. You know, the, the slaves did their thing and know the responsibility was in their hand. But they mm-hmm. got a lot of help from white people, mm-hmm. right? So really, that's how the world should, should operate. And that's kind of what I am hoping, that more and more people would try and, and, and be, at least be enlightened i'm just hoping yeah enlightenment yeah right that they become a little more enlightened yeah and hopefully it will be an opportunity for reconciliation that's right black peoples of canada 
Yeah. yeah. And well, I'd like to, sorry, I'd like to, before I go quickly, take yeah. the opportunity to congratulate Jair um, and the yes. West Indian Youth Association yes. and to let them know how proud we are. Um, as, as I said, from coming from the association that started it and, uh, mm -hmm. and the person who started it, mm -hmm. I feel a sense of pride and I feel how wonderful that the, the young people have now taken it over. Um, uh, our race is going well. Mm -hmm. So congratulations to them and let them know that we stand shoulder to shoulder with them and are willing to offer any help that they may want. That's a wonderful uh, note to end on. Thank you so much. Ingrid John Batiste, one of our elders in the Caribbean uh, community, a trailblazer uh, and uh, a formidable organizer, my goodness, of all kinds of events promoting um, Caribbean history and culture, and also current president of the Trinidad and Tobago Association of Ottawa. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. You've been listening to a CHO original podcast. CHO is community-driven media. Find us online at chuo.fm, on air at 89.1 FM in Ottawa, and on social media at chuo.fm.